This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets. And Court, if you, I know you do, but if anybody out there gets their news feed with a Z, mm-hmm. they would see that if they'd signed up, they would get a um, next week free Zupan's Virginia Peanuts with a $20 purchase from June 28th to the 30th. I bought a whole can of those yesterday and ate the uh, honey. I think they're honey, what are they called? All right, let me start that over again. Yep. And ate a lot of those. So I, if I'd waited a, a couple of weeks, maybe I'll get another one. You get a whole canister of that. They're extra large and they're hand-cooked. They're delicious uh, and they're huge. Another thing you should uh, check out when you go to uh, zoopants.com to sign up for that news feed is check out their Big Dinners in the Breezeway Summer Alfresco Dining Series featuring four-course dinner and wine pairings coming up July 6th. Mediterranean Feast. The uh, menu features Greek sliced lamb, chicken kebabs, and seasonal roasted vegetables, as well as wines from Domenat. So be sure to check that out. Summer Dinner Series is nearly sold out through September, so you want to grab your tickets soon at zoopans.com. And Cord, I went to one of those a few years ago, yeah. a couple of years ago, and I understand they've upgraded them a little bit. The wine is elevated now, mm-hmm. and they're inviting fewer people. That's so what Zoopans is all about. It's, it's a elevating and upgrading. Setting. Yes, ele- elevating and upgrading your life. Yep. Um, and then uh, floral design and wine classes are coming. Learn to create beautiful theme floral arrangements, plus enjoy wine and hors d'oeuvres. The upcoming classes are June 23rd in Lake Oswego. That'll be early summer blossoms. Then July 12th at Burnside, which is flower crowns and mini bouquet bouquets. And August 9th at Burnside, local wildflowers. And you can get tickets for those events at zoopans.com. Three locations of Zupans Markets, McAdam, Burnside, Lake Oswego, and always at zoopans.com. Okay, here we go. It's time once again for Portland's Food Scene Podcast, Right at the Fork, and a uh, classic episode of Right at the Fork. We, we've we started calling them classic. I guess it's up to you, the listener, to decide if this is actually classic or not, or me. But this is one that we actually love, uh, episode 111 um, from February of 2017, our conversation with Don Salamon, the uh, creator and owner of Burger Stevens, which at the time had only the one location by Wilson High School and has now expanded into a couple locations, uh, one of which is just down the street from where we record right at the Fork at Pioneer Courthouse Square and is home of what I consider to be uh, one of, if not the best, chicken sandwiches, fried chicken sandwiches uh, that you can eat in Portland. And uh, I, from what I understand, this is actually the that's the only location where you can get it. So I digress. A great conversation with Don. We find out how he made his way to Portland, uh, how the name Burger Stevens came about. He's got a really interesting story because he had some... Uh, uh, interesting jobs up in Seattle, had a very interesting job, I believe, down in Los Angeles working for a celebrity, which he did not name, but I think I guessed off air. Um, but uh, a great story that led him to Portland and the creation of Burger Stevens. So check it out. Uh, it's episode 111 from the archives. And of course, go get yourself a burger. It's summer. Perfect burger weather. And I could go off on the burgers and the fried chicken sandwich, but I'll leave that to you. You go eat them as you enjoy this episode, classic episode of Right at the Fork, number 111 with Don Salomon. Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more, with a delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupans on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove. And at Zupans.com, eat well, put taste first, love your food. By Ringside Steakhouse. 
Owned by the Peterson family for generations, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape, featuring impeccable service that has set the standard for nearly 75 years. Enjoy the finest aged steaks, their world-famous onion rings, and even Ringside's legendary late-night happy hour. Whether it's a special occasion, a business dinner, or just a great night out, make a reservation at ringsidesteakhouse.com today. By Portland Food Adventures. Tempt yourself with an incredible Italian food vacation with Astri Enzyme and a wonderful October journey to Bologna and Emilia-Romagna. It's all at PortlandFoodAdventures.com under the Trips tab. Contact right at the Fork host Chris Angeles for more information and special savings on these PFA food journeys. And by Gen Air Quality Appliances at Standard TV and Appliance. Standard TV and Appliance is your source for the best of Gen Air and associated brands, where you can check out the latest technology in appliances like Gen Air's remote access ranges with a host of other cool features for your upgrade or remodel. Gen Air and Standard, both staples in Oregon and Washington kitchens since 1947. How'd you fuck your leg up? Uh, snapping sticks or logs into firewood and... Uh, because the other day it was like windy as fuck, and uh, my yard was full of all these branches. I was like, okay, let's smash them up and build a fire. I did that and uh, regretted it. You're very getting much. older, my friend. Oh my God. So the things that you used to uh, do, the worst, all of a sudden, the worst. So all of a sudden, they're, they're a little tougher. But um, <laughs> no doubt. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, good Appreciate to be here. Appreciate it. I bet here. you'd rather be in that food cart today. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The warmth Standing of the studio. <laughs> the warmth of the studio is nice. In in the cart, it's it's both warm and cold at the same time, all the time. Is that? Are you talking about your your mood? No, no. <laughs> it's like the windows open. You're you're serving customers. There's freezing air blowing in, and then we have a little space heater and the grill and fryer are on. So it's like hot in pockets. It's cold in pockets. And and uh, I noticed you're open seven days a week. Man. Seven days a week. Yeah. And have you how many closed days have you had this winter? Mm, maybe four. That's pretty. That, that's it, good. That's impressive. And how many people are buying burgers in this weather? Because it's snowing right now. A, when we a, came su- in. a surprising amount of people are buying burgers. Um, even on those days where it was snowy, like I would, I'd be like, I I have to go in. I have to go in, and I'd end up closing at like four or something. Um, we would sell a good amount of burgers. Like people would walk up. Like there's there's people walking around all all over Hill, Hillsdale with uh, snowshoes and cross country skis, and uh, they would roll up, buy burgers. I'm like, great. Okay, that's I'm, that's I'm commendable. Sh- shocked. Man. Yeah, shocked. The life of a food cart owner is it's, rough it's... in the winter. Man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, this is my first year doing it. Uh, very different from uh, working in a hotel or. A... <laughs> A casino or something. Very different. Um, uh, if someone calls out, it's like all your staff called out. Right. Because <laughs> you have like three people working for you, if that. And then what if that. you're what if you're out? Like your leg. How like, are you going to deal with that? I got my, uh, my number two. Um, he's there at the moment. And uh, my brother-in-law is there. Nice. Um, I'm going to the cra- chiropractor should be the case right after with- this. <laughs> Don, Don Salomon, his brother-in-law, should be in there taking care of business. <laughs> yeah, he's he's damn good. Shout out to to Matt. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. He is he has zero experience cooking. Zero experience. This might be his first job. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think it might. I be hope his he's first not job. fifty. No, no. He's <laughs> he's he's mid early twenties. Um, takes great direction. You tell him something once, nails it. So isn't that what most what most people want in the kitchen is the, yeah. is a fresh start so that yes. people aren't coming with bad habits? True, true, true. Um, I in the past I've I've you know I've looked at oh you worked here okay cool you have a clue so all right let's get started and uh, that doesn't mean anything. Great. No. And by the no. way, when you look at resumes, are you actually doing background checks of people to I make should. sure that they're valid? I, nine out of ten I times, mean, no. We, we just had Jesse Card in here, right, Court? And yep. he was talking about his completely fabricated. Resumes right. to get going in the business. No way. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so I would imagine, you know, Jesse. I think that was just. There. I think that was just to land world. him a job at Olive Garden or something. Like that. <laughs> right. Was, exactly. Like something like. <laughs> but if you'll do that for the <laughs> Olive level. Garden, yeah, if yeah, you'll yeah. do that to get hired at the Olive Garden, what are you going to do to get well, you know hired somewhere? Typically, uh, you you I'll have an interview, sit down interview, talk to the person, and then have someone have that person come in 
and work for the day or part of the day or whatever and and give them some food or whatever um and that way i could see if they actually worked at let's say killer burger or whatever and know how to make a burger <laughs> i was i was more thinking of this resume that you gave us which is incredible which we're going to cover yeah. of the places you worked and then outcomes killer burger just because that's a real life example. Yeah, <laughs> and then the other part of it is, it's not only the cooking, man. You're in sh- you're in uh, close quarters there. You got to yeah. like being with whoever you're with yeah, all day. Absolutely. It can't be ice. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, Court, you and I are like in this little studio, but right. You know, we haven't we haven't thrown a chair at each other. We haven't yet. <laughs> I don't think we've had any reason. No, nope. I think this is four bigger. years, man. We've four never years. had not bad. We had one little dis- disagreement along the way on something. It wasn't My, heavy. minor, yeah, right. And are you in here for eight hours? No, oh, okay. but he's in here. No, I'm, I'm at the tail end of my workday because I start at like 3.30 and so... A.M. Mm. Just yeah, to make sure. Chris gets me at the tail end of like a normal workday. Yeah, okay. And so it's, I'm, you know, it, depending on how the day's gone, he, he might get a different feel ver- version of me, which, <laughs> yeah. is, which is what happened in the case that we're, we're, yeah, we're talking exactly. about. And you, and you cited it, <laughs> oh, too. And, and you said, by, man, I just well, had a bad day. And, 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 you know, admittedly, 40 minutes later, I just said, that was, I was dumb. I'm sorry. No, that's, well, that, that wasn't it. But the, Big man. But the thing about court is, by the time he gets in here, this is, yeah. I, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but way easier than what you're doing on Kink. Right. I mean, I can your brain back, has to be on, you know, going, because he's not just... He's not just spinning records. He's doing, you know, everything's got to be programmed and interviews and so forth. So, do at do, any rate, do you do this isn't about bites? court. I do a little, yeah, I do a little. Oh, a bunch that's of that. awesome. So, yeah. the, like the, the rap horn. Well, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get that wacky, but that might be the next. I've, I've done a show like that before. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That was a little, are they still doing those? They're, I don't oh, listen to commercial yeah, radio yeah. or not. I have an app for that right now. They, there was <laughs> just for that. Yeah. There's been a resurgence of of that style of of show. It's the it's the morning I zoo style show. Uh, it's hilarious. It's, it's yeah. cheesy as I'll get out, but yeah, hilarious. My, my you know I used to work in radio a long time ago, so my memory of the, my most distinct memory is I worked at a radio station where I and I sold it. I couldn't listen to right. the morning show because it was so stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and the morning I, zoo. I, everybody asked me, you know, everybody's out there. Oh, Smith and Barber are so funny. Have you listened? To, and I hadn't listened to them in months. And and I liked them. I liked them personally. They were great guys, and right. I and I talked to them, but I just couldn't listen to the show yeah, I, 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 and all the commercials. I you know, oh, I yeah, right off the bat. Bat. which you I were selling. Yeah, which I was yeah. selling. It was the irony. And after five years, I thought this is bullshit. I can't. I can't believe in what I'm doing any longer. Right. Seriously, that's what happened. I said I don't. Can you? I, I, I do have to admit, I have fortunately never done a a show or worked for a station where I didn't. There wasn't. Like I didn't believe in what we were playing. That's great. Or that the style of delivery wasn't kind of in my wheelhouse of. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there I can I believe in a certain amount of cheesiness to things mm-hmm. as long as it's smart. Yeah. So yeah. that next level of the the wacky sounds. I at least liked the station and the music that was on it. Sure. So that was okay. Yeah. But I just didn't. And so I was. What I was going to lead to is the competitors in the morning in New Haven mm-hmm. back then in nineteen early nineties was Glenn Beck doing Honk Honk. Oh, no, no, it's nice. Uh, he, yeah. he comes out of that. <laughs> a lot of them do. Yeah. They so come out of that wacky. That's that, what he was doing. He was doing phony phone calls delivery, and yeah. sound effects <laughs> oh, and all man, that stuff, that's man. that's probably hilarious. I wish I had it recorded. <laughs> anyway, that's off on another uh, tangent. New Haven Pizza. New Haven Pizza. So what do you know about New Haven Pizza? Uh, I lived in the Bronx for a while, and um, I would go to Connecticut t- to a few few restaurants up there. There was one that I loved. Actually, it was in Port Chester, New York, which is very close to Connecticut, uh, called Terry Lodge, one of Batali's restaurants. And I would go there like every other week. It's just, it's like a, a greatest hits of Mario Batali's really? food. Really? Uh, How long ago was that? Because, uh, you know, when we were going to Port Chester, um, I don't remember why we went there. The drinking age was 18 anyway yeah. in Connecticut, and it was in New York, but <laughs> we all seemed to go to Port Chester <laughs> for whatever reason. Oh, yeah? yeah. Uh, I, that was probably like 2009, 10, oh, well, 10 you know, I think. It was like a, 30 years before that. <laughs> More than 30. More than 30. Great restaurant, though. Um, yeah, so you have, uh, listen, apologies to listeners. We've been off on a tangent right. here, but that's okay. It's, yeah, it was fun. That's the kind of that's the kind of talk you'd have at the food cart sure. if you had time, right? Sure. If you had the sure. ability. Are you a good multitasker? Absolutely. Can you, yeah. yeah, when yeah, yeah. we were there, we had a nice conversation. I showed up right when the high school was on break, Yeah, yeah. and I felt yeah. like a dirty old man walking amongst all these 
It gets crazy. It gets students. insane. Yeah. Those yeah. kids are nuts. I nuts. had my dog at least. I mean, what dirty right. old men right. walk around with their dogs? <laughs> it's a so, cover up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was nice to go out there. But you have, I think, one of the things that um, uh, makes you, aside from your food, but really typify it doesn't it typifies it but it also doesn't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're i used to say this about rick at lardo okay. but you have quite a background and here's a guy who's Grazie. cooked in Grazie. some of the best restaurants around the world and he, here he is in portland oregon on a in a food cart <laughs> slinging burgers <laughs> and you know i think it's a good thing that people like michael russell gave you some um Props no and and got you out there. No I doubt. wouldn't have. I don't even know how you. that happened. I don't. He, well, he went. I don't know why he went and tried it, <laughs> and I don't know who told him. I don't remember yeah. if he told me, but I went out there, and I, you know, I thought it was great. I just met with somebody the other day who thought you, who told me your burger was fantastic. Oh yeah, that's what's up. The best, the best they'd ever. Oh, Jose, Chesa. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, he said the same thing to me. He was he, like, he. St- I ate it, ate it, Chesa, and he stopped. He was like. That burger. He's like, in all my years, that is the best burger that I've ever had. Yeah. I was like, Damn, That's okay. a high compliment coming <laughs> from Jose. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, he and I are both Southwest people. So you're, there aren't a lot of great places in Southwest. Oh, my God. What was the thinking that went into that spot? Was it that <laughs> here's an opportunity or just? Here's the thinking. Uh, at the time, I was actually working in L.A., um, living in Portland on the weekends. Um, my wife and I just bought a house. This is uh, February last year. Um, and it kind of sucked flying to LA Monday through Friday and just enjoying this brand new house. I've never owned a house before. This is like new territory. This is a, the first yard that I've had in since I lived with my parents. I'm like, damn, this is, I got to enjoy this shit. Mm-hmm. Um Back in Portland. So let's open a food cart so I have no time. (laughs) No, actually, it was like, okay, there's a space at this food cart park in Hillsdale, which is uh, a mile, mile and a half from our house. And we're like, "Mm, why not? Let's let's see if he he wants our concept or whatever. And our concept was breakfast. It wasn't even burgers. So we met the dude that owns the park, and he's like, "Uh, actually, I need a burger cart. There was a burger cart here before. There's a high school right there. The kids want burgers. They want fries. And I need it open in two months. And I was like, all right. Like, well, I guess I'll figure it out. And uh, <laughs> in two months, we came up with the concept, the logo, the branding, the the, the menu, however small it is, um, and figured out how to make soft serve ice cream. We bought a soft serve machine. That wasn't easy. That was the, probably the hardest part, honestly. Um, and I just obsessed about a burger for two months. Tell us about that process. Uh, it was just like, actually it was just like digging into the burger that I love from Rochester, New York and mixing it with kind of like a West coast style. Like in and out that's, you've been compared to in and out. Kind of, kind of. Well, that's, you may agree or disagree, but that's what what I I mean by a West coast style is lettuce, tomato. Right. Um, which is which is not my style. <laughs> although I've learned, I'm learning to like it and appreciate it. I just like yeah, yeah. a big, not just. I prefer if I make it at home, mm-hmm. a big juicy burger okay. with maybe onions and mushrooms and definitely cheese. Okay, on a great bun, grilled what kind of bun. Cheese? And pardon me, what kind of cheese? Um, cheddar. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't like to play around with the cheese too much. What do you like, Corey? Yeah, I me mean, neither. What's your burger? Well, I, I I did not know that there was like a West Coast East Coast burger thing going on. Oh, really? Because I always that's grew what up, happens in I, Utah. I, You're I, in either place. No, I well, yeah, I know, but I think we probably tend to be more West Coast because lettuce and tomato for me is is a standard yeah, yeah. for for a burger. See, but, I was I'm in the McDonald's camp when they decided right. to do the hot stuff here, and the, I never under, I never got the warm lettuce. Oh yeah, what was that? What was that called? The um, the uh, Oh man, what are they, the the oh, I can't remember. I, I remember I when know, they did I that. Yeah, they had the big the extra wide styrofoam thing. So right, you, the cool things. And stay I totally cool got and the hot that. Stay hot. I like I was that. Like I that. like I that. I don't like I don't like warm lettuce. And it just recently, just li- and literally in the past six months, that I I stopped pulling pickles out of 
burgers really? and actually okay. just leaving them there and mm. saying, okay. Like it. You don't, gonna, like a, you don't like a hot pickle? I love pickles on it. I, I just like the temperature of the pickle. Just the f- I, I, I always pulled them out and ate them oh, separately. Okay. I always to- loved the warm pickle and warm ketchup on a McDonald's burger. Right. I always loved it. Hmm. So how important was a McDonald's burger in your life? The warm pickle, warm ketchup was always a factor. It was always was something- it a quarter pounder or Big Mac for you? I right. would always go cheeseburger. Just the regular little- Times two. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Always. I was always quarter pounder with cheese and I'd, and I'd pull the pickles them. out yeah. and just tell them ketchup only. Well, what I mean by the I never, uh, East Coast burger, what I mean is the Rochester, New York burger. What's that? Which is it, a regular burger there comes with mustard, onions, and hot sauce. And, wow. And by hot sauce, it's not Tabasco. It's, uh, I guess, what you would consider almost like a, a, coney, a coney kind of sauce. It's almost like a, a chili. Um, just ground meat and uh, some some red hots in there. There's some like warm spices. There's like cinnamon. It's like it's Greek influenced. Oh, nice. Yeah, I would like that. It's very unique. Is, is that what you were seeing over but, there? I not yet. Not I have yet. to apologize. I've it's, only been there coming. twice, it, so I have to come back someday. Someday I'll do I'll do that, and someday I'll do a. I think I might do a garbage plate, which is a straight up Rochester, New York favorite. Okay, have you, and so are you, so the thing is, I like it rare. So with we, the thin burgers, that does not happen. We can do rare if requested. Yeah, no, I, don't, asked mine, I asked you for rare, and I got it. It was great. Um, we'll, we'll just, we won't smash it as, as much. We'll, we'll still smash it a little bit, but it'll be thicker, and it'll get that, a crust. Right. And See, there you go. That crust thinking is, about that, it, That right? crust is key. People do that. They, they come up, they're like, can I get it medium rare? And this one lady who comes all the time is like, She'll never say her name. She always makes up a name every time. Like a weird, like bicycle <laughs> wheel will be her name. Bicycle wheel? So, like it'll be like a random object. But um, she gets I've always wanted to just give, I sometimes give female names to see what they'll say. <laughs> this guy's a kook. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll just sm- kind of like half smash it, demi smash it, if you will, um, and just get a crust and it'll still be like the temperature of whatever. I think that's the way you should just do them. She's like, this is the only place I can go where I can get a medium rare burger with a crust. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, there's some good burgers around, that's for sure. So, um, have you ever been to Louis Lunch in New Haven? No. And, you, and you know the I, the the lore behind that. I, what's the lore? What do you mean? Well, it's supposedly where the hamburger was in, the hamburger I, I heard, sandwich was I heard, invented. I, I also heard arguments. Yes, I, I know. I was, that's why I, I said um, supposedly. I was reading um, the hamburger by uh, Josh Ozerski. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that it's not a hamburger. Because it's on toast. He's like, okay. it, it has to have... I said hamburger a, sandwich. Okay, okay. I like right? that. Right, that's what they call <laughs> it. They do the, the, white, the white bread? Toast, yeah. They do white, they do white oh, toast. White toast, yeah. And they also have vertical grills. I, I'm so, dying to see those things. And they've been there since... eight. I think he did replace them like uh, some years ago. But no, I think there's still a few of them that have been there from like 1869. So cool. And the other cool thing about the place, and I'm about this too, the burgers are good. You can't get ketchup. But oh, the yeah, cool, yeah. Or the, mustard, right? No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and the cool thing... And I, I knew the guy. I can't remember his name. I used, When I was at the radio station, we used to have, you know call on this guy awesome and um and the cool thing is that it's in this old 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 building that's been <sighs> there but everything else has been around has changed around it most everything uh, i love it and and people have etched into all the wood all their stuff so it's got 140 years worth of you the know best. george of, bush oh of vandalism yeah vandalism <laughs> yeah. and they just let it go on and um it's just you know it's a cool place to go that's <sighs> Sounds all. amazing. so um it's one of those places. That's why, you know, New Haven is interesting. It's a really small city, but it's got that, and it's got pizza that's... A clam pie. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> clam pie. So, were you making... So, here's... I'm going to read... You sent me a list of the places that you had uh, uh, cooked. Okay. And I'm just going to read this list, because it's... Some of them I've heard of, some of them I have not, but for a guy in a food cart who's making <laughs> burgers, this is pretty cool. So, we got Bradley Ogden... Um, Guy Savoie in Las Vegas. Um, Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. In New ha- Did you ever meet Gordon Ramsay? A couple times, yeah. How was yeah. he? Chill. He, he would just like walk around the kitchen, shake hands. Um, now we got a bunch of people that work for him in, in LA for MasterChef and stuff like that. And they're just like, yeah, he's great. He's cool. He's nothing like So it's on just TV. the TV thing. So it's, oh, a yeah. per, it's a TV person. Yeah. I've, I've, so, I've heard that. 
Right. Absolutely. So if we elected him president, he actually wouldn't do what he said <laughs> during, during the candidate. campaign. Perfect. So those are, that's the way we got to go. Um, and then Joel Robichon's restaurant in New York City. Awesome. Closed. What was it? RIP. And, and give us a little top line of what it was like to work there. Uh, Robichon in particular? Yeah. Isn't he the most celebrated Michelin, Michelin chef in the world? Yeah. Chef of the century. Right. Uh, as far as a number of stars, I'm not 100% sure. But um, I think it's in the 20s, if yeah. I recall. I loved working there, but my, when I first started, it was a nightmare because um, there was a Japanese chef w- uh, from Japan speaking French, and you'd have to know <laughs> what he's calling out. Is it the 16 course? Is it the 10 course? I was like, uh, I'd go to my like uh, the dude uh, working next to me or whatever, be like, uh, what are we doing? What? What? what which course? What? What? What would he what do you say? And you specialize in a course <laughs> right there when you're doing that is it are you spe- specializing in one of the there, 20 courses? There it was several. So you're doing like there's garmage, there's a um kind of an interesting set setup because everything was cooked on a plancha. Um so there's a dude cooking meat like uh what's the what's the Japanese restaurant where they cook in front of you? Benihana. Oh, Benihana. Benihana. It's like Benihana. See, Cord, that's I love. That's what Cord <laughs> chimes in on. Well, I just, you, you commented on it. I just, we just took my, my eight-year-old, now nine-year-old daughter. She's been begging for Benihana for like two years now. Uh, I think I've been so once it's when the I was greatest, like it's, it's the greatest birthday it's thing perfect, you can do for It's kids. a perfect birthday. Place, uh, yeah. Yes. So like a lot of the, the dishes are coming off in a similar situation to like Benihana, except it's like... Uh, Amadai, or um, you're cooking like foie, or or they had an amazing burger there, which was kind of a kind of a big influence in uh, what I'm doing now. Um, except they had foie what, gras. What made? Oh, that's what made it an amazing <laughs> burger. And and yeah, if I recall, yeah. when I was in Paris and I was deciding whether or not to go in his restaurant, I don't remember if it was fifty or seventy. But the burger was either 50 or 70 euros, Jesus. which is the equivalent of, you know, add 20% on top of that right. U.S. dollars. Jeez. That's what that's what <laughs> I said to my son now. You know oh what? I'd God. love to do that, but yeah. I just can't. Yeah. When I look back at it, at the menus from working there, it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. They're in like Guy Savoie in uh, Vegas. They had a bowl of soup. I pronounced it incorrectly. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, um, it's not fine. I, I've got this thing about now being on a podcast where people hear me <laughs> and my idiocy is public. <laughs> So he had a soup, a bowl of soup that was 60 bucks that I would always like, tell my parents. I was like, ma, I work at this joint where they sell a, a $60 bowl of soup. She's like, oh my God, are you kidding me? So is your mom back in Rochester? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like all, all my family is. I, I, I think I have a cousin in California, but my entire family is on the East Coast, yeah. So what do they think of you? What do, what do they know? Have they visited your Burger Stevens? They or? have not. They, they, they're like... <laughs> They're like, oh, what's going on at the restaurant? Like the, the I restaurant. Think, I don't think they understand. Like it's a like a but cart. It's they a cart. have to know now because now. I mean, ten years ago, a lot of people wouldn't have known what you're what it is you're doing. Yeah, but true, now, true. I mean, true. You, it's out there. I was like, ma, it's like a truck. Okay, except it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> okay, can you picture it? <laughs> did you say, did you did you mean the truck or your career? <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a mother, right? That's a mother. Yeah. She's like, oh, honey, you're doing great. Good. <laughs> like, well, the opposite of what I was implying. <laughs> yeah, they love it. But um, we, we've had a lot of people sitting in that chair who've said their, you know, their mothers are waiting for them to get the real job. Uh, I don't because- doubt it. I don't doubt it. Um, I hear that a lot. Like, um, their family, like, wanted them to be doctors or whatever. Right. And they went, ended up going to culinary school. It's just Jasper like, Shen was just here two weeks ago. Same yeah, thing. His, oh, yeah? His, yeah. Bro- his yeah. brother is a lawyer, I believe. And, right. So yeah. he's glad his brother took the pressure off yeah. of him. <laughs> right. But his mother still <laughs> thinks, well, okay, when are you going to get over this what, cooking what's your, shit? What's your backup plan? Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to be done playing? <laughs> it's the same in radio, so that never changes. <laughs> I think it's like that all over the place. I don't doubt so, it a little bit. Yeah. yeah sh- short of becoming like a neurosurgeon, you're, you're like, couldn't you do a little better? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, at any rate, anyway, so uh, enough, so she's back in Rochester. Yeah, the amazing family. Yeah, great. And uh, I should ask you to go. Oh, I can pronounce this one Boeing in Seattle. <laughs> What'd you do for Boeing? So I don't know. How, it was through Wolfgang Puck that they they had the the catering for Boeing Seattle. Only only the top executives. It wasn't for the whole company. So it was basically me. In charge of uh, 
whatever they wanted on a daily basis. And it changed daily. Um, it was very similar to working as a private chef, um, where they who, would- Who would decide? By committee? They would decide what they wanted on a the, daily basis? Or was there one person- The executive would be like, uh, we're entertaining Air China, and they want Pacific Northwest food. And so I'd have to submit a menu, have it approved, and then do it like the next day. Then or, I was going like, to ask how far in advance. <clears throat> oh, like we need breakfast at 7 a.m. tomorrow. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, you're killing me. Like killing me. It was it was a lot of running around. Was the pay worth it? It was it's pretty, a little different it was than good. the food cart, I would imagine. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different vibe. Yeah. Than when it comes to payday and what you got to do. And it was hourly. Yeah. So ching ching. Like, uh, yeah, overtime, so when, constantly. Right, so when they yeah. told you they needed it the next day and you were going to be there till two in the morning, yeah. that was okay, yeah. really. And they, I had a company um, or credit not. card and I'd go to Pike Place Market. I'd get pretty much everything at Pike Place Market. Go there, shop, um, and they were on the f- top floor, the 42nd floor of the Russell Investment Center <clears throat> downtown Seattle. I'd, I'd cart everything up there and set up in a little kitchen up there which where no flames were allowed. So it was like all induction burners. Um, very, very nice. Um, they had a, a soigne like table, like for like thirty people. It was, it was all that. Amazing views. You're looking down on the Space Needle. It's wow, pretty dope. Pretty and how dope. long did you do that? And and why would you leave? I think I did it for like a year. Um, yeah, probably a year. It just because it was a lot. It was it was a lot for. Mostly one person. It was, I only had to have other people if it was like, um, like 16 people or more or something like that. And then I'd have some of the Wolfgang catering crew like help me out. Yeah. But typically it was like me doing everything. Um, and it was good, but it's it's not something you could really do for a long time. It was just like wearing. It's like to me, I'm just think I'm thinking of this in my head. Like that's just high pressure all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, but it's also, I, I think there's high opportunity there because you're running into a lot of people. And I'm, true, I don't true. know if that's where you got your private chef gig in LA, which is where you were before you came here, right? True. Yep. Doing that? Yeah, yeah. So those things happen. And I, th- I th- believe, if I, if I recall, there's a good story about LA where you were a private chef. Who were you a private chef for? You're, I think you're sworn to secrecy, <laughs> Don Salomon? I, 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 I don't think I could say straight out, but it, he's a, a Brit pop star and I think he, he's. Uh, he won the most like musical awards in 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 that part of the world. Uh, huge, huge, everywhere except for the U.S. See, now this is where my I'm, I'm, shitty I'm memory I'm comes sorry. into play because I think you I think told I, me. I think I know who it is. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> can I guess and then we can edit it out? I think we ought to let it since Don didn't does want it, to. I think we should have people it, go on does Facebook. The, does the first or, initial or start with an R? Bing, 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 bing. All right. Right, there I you go. So even so, people, let's have people. It's not going to happen. No. But I, conceptually, it's fun. Go it's on Twitter yeah, no, and no, Facebook no, and, no, the, and the guess. Gi- the giveaway was that, like he's like the biggest guy in the world, except for some reason in the not United States. Yeah, he could walk. He, that's why he has thing. a house uh, here in, in in L.A. and like yeah. can go to uh, Disney World and shit and like yeah. walk so let, around. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do it like radio. Okay. The eighty seventh person. <laughs> <laughs> to to list the the correct response. What do okay. I get? Co- we'll get no. I'll I'll buy I'll buy oh, burgers. Shit. Okay. So dope. I like it. So that's like the it. deal. To the eighty seventh person that tweets us. That tweets or f- <laughs> yeah, we're not going to look at face. What do you want? Facebook or Twitter? I do Twitter. All right. I, I don't look at Twitter, I'll, so I'll, I'll I take no responsibility us on, I'll us on for Twitter. this. <laughs> All right. So tweet and you have to tweet with um, what what's the t- what's the hashtag? We'll do um. Uh, Burger Stevens trivia. Okay, do Great. that. Great, <laughs> awesome. And the eighty seventh person gets <laughs> like it's a. Uh, we'll do at least a couple of burgers and some fries. Sure, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then we'll go Don afterwards and say, "Hey, man, you're getting all this promotion. Can you just handle it?" <laughs> no. Um, anyway, I'd like to see if that works. We actually spent a minute talking about that right. instead That's of just great. throwing it out there. And we never get we don't get a lot of response. We have. Quite a few listeners, yeah. but the in, the in, interactivity is not what one would think it would be. Yeah, what are you gonna do? That's all right. Yeah. Pausing here a moment, Chris, to talk about Ringside Steakhouse, the place to go to for any event. And it's a great 
great place to pause yes. and enjoy life. Yeah. I was just there last night. I did the Sunday happy hour with my son. You spend um, time, because I typically go with uh, with my my daughter, so I can't take them into the, the sunken bar area. But you right. you spend, oftentimes that's where you're going, right? Yeah, it's an unbelievable value. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. But I know I also go and enjoy some meals at Ringside, too, oh, which right. are fantastic. Yep. Uh, yeah, I've had some great steaks and other things. But last night, I don't, I think we had, we must have ordered eight things and the entire tab for two people. We both had a couple of beers was, uh, $52 for, I mean, we had burger sandwich, three orders of shrimp cocktail, which are awesome. Mm -hmm. So everything's between three seventy five and and five seventy five at happy hour on the Sundays between four thirty and five and then after nine. That's right. After nine thirty, Monday through Saturday. Is it nine thirty? I've got it pulled up right here. So you got happy hour Monday through Saturday, nine thirty to close. Right. Sundays four to five thirty. Yeah. And then nine thirty to close. Right. Except be careful on holidays. Holidays. They don't do Something, Sunday happy right. hour. I've, I've been nabbed with that. Yep. It's okay. You just go get a real a real meal. Right. Here's And here's a reason to go on Mondays. Uh, Monday is prime time and enjoy a three-course prime rib dinner for only 35 bucks while supplies last. You've done that. We've done. You? We've both done that. Yeah, we've done that a few times. It's yeah. great. It's good to... You know, I don't order prime rib that much anymore, so it's good to go to a restaurant like Ringside. Prime rib is not on the menu in most Portland Places, right, so it's a special thing. Uh, other thing we should bring to people's attention. Uh, speaking of that sunken bar, they're going right. to be doing some touch up to that bar. I think they're right. actually going to expand the bar area a little bit, make right. it a little bigger, right? As well as do some other improvements to the facility. So, Ringside Steakhouse will be closing down for a little over a month. Uh, closes down July fourth, so July third would be the last day you could get in there. That's a Wednesday. Opens back up August tenth. Cool. So just make plans to get there before July 3rd or after August 10th, one of the two, or both. Yep. You can go to ringsidesteakhouse.com and uh, make reservations today. Hey, Chris, we'd like to welcome our great sponsor, Gen Air at Standard TV and Appliance. Yeah, it's awesome. They were with us a couple of years ago, but appropriate now, both in their... Uh, both started in 1947, and just last year, Gen Air launched a beautiful series of new appliances they really upgraded everything they have two lines rise and noir for you to check out at standard tv and appliance tell us a little bit about them court well both of these lines connect to wi-fi so that you can use them using your amazon alexa or maybe you've got a google assisted enabled device like a google home connect and control appliances remotely like if you want to set the uh, oven before you get home you can do that get real-time notifications you can contact gen air call center through them and get this Get a recipe from Yumly through the device. More than one. You yeah. can do a few of them. And not only that, you can attach your dishwasher to Amazon and get get lo- dishwasher detergent delivered w- without even thinking about it. Nothing is worse than running out of dishwasher detergent and not, not realizing it, but your dishwasher or your washing machine are going to know this. Absolutely. So both the Noir and Rise line feature irresistible interiors illuminated by cinematic and chef's lighting, which is really cool. you got to see these. Smooth racks and flat tines, an expanse of dark glass. Really easy way for you to check out these lines. You can Google search Gen Air Rise or Gen Air Noir. That's one way to check these out, but there's an even better way to do it. Let's go down to Standard TV and Appliance. They have four locations, Mm -hmm. one in Beaverton, two in Portland. The showrooms are beautiful, and you'll be able to see them uh, not only in the showrooms, but on the the showroom floor, and uh, also one in Bend for our millions of listeners out that way. Mm Mm-hmm. So you left that private chef gig in L.A. to come up here. I was curious. I want to go back a little bit. Why would you, what was the impetus for, okay, I'm in L.A. I'm going to start doing weekends in Portland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mostly it was because we were looking for a house. Uh, people might hate me for this. Uh, oh, the Californians moving up to uh, Oregon, whatever. I'm not from California. I, I lived there for like a year. Um, but um, we, we wanted to buy a house. Um, houses in L.A., what do you know? They're, they're a little pricey. Little pricey. Slightly. <laughs> um, we were thinking about going to Seattle, uh, almost on the same level as California. Um, very expensive, unless you, unless you want to live like near the airport or something. Um, and my wife, Kate, shout out to Kate. My wife, Kate, started <laughs> looking at houses in Portland. She's like, what do, you, what do you know? 
What does she do? Does she, she had to, you have to find work here. She, <laughs> she works for a little tape, um, a little company called uh, Open Table. Oh yeah, we've um, heard of them. Yeah, they they're doing pretty good. Yeah, I, I like their interactive <laughs> their interface. It yeah. Works for me. Yeah, they're. Awesome. I used it actually to book a table at Benihana's. <laughs> right now, yep, that's I did like a week ago. Uh, that's, that's awesome. What, that's what they used. How their... many reward points do you have? P- probably not as many because I don't I don't use Open ta- Table all the time. But mm-hmm. when it's there, I mean, it's great. I got a ton built up. Not enough. I, well, I just I was just looking at dinners. my profile and it was like, oh, you have like. Um, uh, $50 open table uh, credit. You have $25 open table credit. You have Amazon cards. I'm like, I have no idea I, I had all this. Well, you're eating out a lot for a food cart guy because- I eat out a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> all the time. All the time. So, <laughs> all the like, time. What time do you close the cart? Seven o'clock. Uh, it's closed. Usually it takes us an hour to, to clean it up because um, we break it down like a restaurant. Everything's, everything's scrubbed. Every. Plus, it's it's an extremely greasy cart. Oh my god! It's, I, it's the I worst. I can imagine. I used to hang out with uh, Rick at Lardo when it was a food cart, mm-hmm. and um, everybody else would be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they all closed it. I don't remember eight, and everybody else would be gone, and he would be there till ten thirty scrubbing yeah. grease. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and he's the only one who did it. You knew that the other carts needed the same cleaning oh, yeah. job, oh, yeah. but they weren't getting it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel you 100% on that one. I, I see that every day. Like, how do you just close the door and close and just leave? Like, how does that How does that work? Like, I'm there. We're there like, for like an hour. Like, and, and grease, that's a, taking grease off of everything. That is a discipline you learned <clears throat> cooking Absolutely. in all these incredible kitchens yeah. because you have to not only start all over the next day, yeah. but... After you prep one thing, I've watched this at like Toro Bravo, and I always marveled at this because I don't watch a lot. I haven't worked in a kitchen since 1970, <clears throat> a long time ago. And um, I got a lozenge if you need one. <laughs> but I, um, but I watched this at Toro Bravo, yeah. and they they will the, at the salad station where they make desserts and salads. They'll mm-hmm. pull everything out, make it, and put it all away. Mm-hmm. Exactly as it was, even if the next thing coming is the exact same dish. Oh, yeah. And yep. that, to me, impressed me of just how yeah. organized you have to be. And that's why when you go to a lot of restaurants, but especially John's restaurants, they're all impeccable and clean yeah, because you got to keep up. I can't keep my desk. My desk sits looking the same mm. for months <laughs> and then finally clean it up. And right. I love it so much. So that's the discipline that it takes. I mean, yeah. If, if I can't like close my eyes and like reach for... A spatula or something, and know where it's going to be. That I'm, I freak out. Like, where the where the fuck is the spatula? Like, what's going on? Why isn't it right there? This that's is, this that's, is where a, it goes. that's important for when the high school crowd's <clears throat> coming from across the street. And yeah, you, when you get busy, you've got you've got to have things in order. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. But do you think there are a lot of food cart operators who have that discipline? Like a lot of them are. Hey, I, I think hey, we do a pretty good job with this. Let's let's start doing a cart. We'll be good at one thing. Yeah. But do they have that discipline? That's. I mean, that, that's the great thing about the 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 food cart culture of Portland. Um, it's all walks of life. It's all walks of life. People that are just like home cooks and they're like, oh, I got some money. Like, I'm going to buy this cart and make my uh, whatever, Thai food or whatever it may be. Seems like it's usually Thai food. Um, and you got people that- Or Mexican. There are a lot of Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you got people like, they have been cooks here or sous chefs there. And they're like, I could, I got this. I I should go on my own and do uh, what I want to cook. Um, that's kind of why I started Burger Stevens. It's just like I want to make a banging burger. Um, it's 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 hard to find a solid burger that's not like fourteen bucks or whatever, um, or in uh, at an In and Out. Right. Uh, well, we don't have an In and Out. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm not claiming to to be that restaurant In and Out, but um. It's it's a very popular, amazing burger that everyone knows, and I'm just trying to make um, a very popular, amazing burger. I think you've accomplished that. I'm not people, trying to copy anybody. People know yeah. that, and you know. By the way, there's probably cr- criticism. You probably get I'm that sure too. There is. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Do you do you read it? Do you care? I read it. I care. Yeah. Um, people are like, "Why is it seven bucks?" Um, <laughs> that that's the biggest thing I get from in, in really Hillsdale. food cart food. Now I've sent, seen the creep over ten dollars. Oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gary yeah. has mentioned that too. Yeah, no doubt, the, the creep is now. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, 
Hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's seven bucks. Beef isn't cheap. Newsflash. Where are you getting your beef? Uh, from, well, it's it's from Ponderosa from uh, from Beaverton, but it's through Unity Foods, who does who supplies a lot of food carts, and um, I, the owner of Unity Foods is part owner of Ponderosa or something. Is that local? Is it local beef? That's what I was getting at. All Oregon. Yeah. Okay. The Good. all the cow. The best thing about this beef is it's Oregon cows and it's processed here. Uh, that's rare. Typically, it's it's shipped out to I don't know Utah or Wyoming or right. something, and then and then it comes back. This is all done here. That's it, to me. That's that's, that's a big thing. It's rare. And and I would imagine. Did you give that thought when you were saying, "Okay, I'm going to open Burger Stevens in Portland, Oregon"? Was it, "Hey, I got to source this"? Absolutely. Locally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that was a, a huge factor. Um, every ingredient was just like. Well, I should probably get like Tillamook cheese or or whatever it may be, um, and and some stuff obviously is like like peppercorns and stuff. Even that was thought out. I'm not just buying like uh, Restaurant Depot pe- peppercorns. They're, these are uh, Tillamook cherry, Tala cherry Tillamook uh, peppercorns that are they're they're expensive as hell, and it to me it makes a difference. I'm ba- I'm buying expensive paprika for our our fancy sauce. Uh, to me, it's those details that make it that much better. And so you told me, and I probably forgot, the What's name that? Burger Stevens. Uh-huh. Oh, where I came from? That? Yeah. There is no Stevens. There, there yeah, is that's, no, that's... <laughs> there, there's, I know no Stevens. Um, it's, it's just, it was made up by, and my brother-in-law was doing his master's in ceramics in Michigan. Which this so- is usually sounds sounds a little the story crazy. with how to name a food cart. It goes back to ceramics. <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, and he was doing like his uh, final project or whatever it may be, and he he's sitting on a hundred sculptures of like these creatures and faces and all these things. And his advisor or teacher or whatever was like, "You have to name all of them. They all need names to be put in your uh, final project." So and it was like for the next day. So he's going through all these creatures and making up names and stuff, and they all ended in Stevens. It seemed like it was like Bobo Stevens and Johnny Stevens and or whatever. It was just like quick, just make up some bullshit name. And uh, I guess for <laughs> <laughs> for uh, um, my wife and her family, that so that became like a thing. It was like oh uh, Johnny Stevens or like they would just it, it kind of stuck. And then when uh, my wife and I were coming up names for the car, it's like, I guess it should have like burger in the name, I imagine. Did, did the phrase quick, let's come up with some bullshit name ever come up to you? Since that's what your cousin. <laughs> kind your, of. <laughs> it was just like, it, I was, I, we were basically like, it's not going to be a great name because it has to have the word burger in it. Um, we, were, we were like going through like all the <laughs> burger names and it's just like, the, all these names suck. Um, so, <laughs> so my wife was like, in like stream of consciousness, like spewing out names, Burger Stevens. And we're just like, uh, all right, that's not awful. <laughs> Let's go with that's that. Usually that's the criteria. Not, that's so, I think it's a great name. I love the fact that yeah. there are so many corporations <laughs> that have, you know, committee meetings and, mm. and oh, know, yeah. thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars. <laughs> be, the, I don't doubt focus, it. Your focus grouping <laughs> oh, stuff. Yeah, focus oh, yeah. groups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Focus groups and then through committee and then through yeah. advertising. <laughs> in, your, in your case, it was kind of the family joke. Yeah, yeah. The little family. Like, eh. All yeah. right, fine. And I think it's very memorable. It's right. hard to forget oh, yeah. it. If you had done like Burger Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I then you'd be like, yeah, it would be hard. Yeah, yeah it sticks. It sticks. It's, it's really memorable. At, I like that. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah, everybody out there, think about that kind of thing. Give Don credit when you name your place. Right. Thank you, thank you, thank you know, thank you. Taco, taco Teddy's or whatever. <laughs> taco Steve. What well, would be Taco, taco Stevens? Stevens. Would, you, <laughs> would you have a lawsuit? Have you registered this Stevens thing? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, are you going to stay in Southwest? I would really love to. It it, it would be great. Um, except there's there's not much available there. There's something there's some things available. Yeah, we're oh, so you're looking for brick and mortar. Oh uh, yeah, always looking, always okay. looking. Um, we've actually been looking for years. Uh, my wife and I. Um, wherever we go, we're just like, mm, what would be good here? What would be good there? To us, the space dictates what it should be. We can't just have like the one concept and be like, put it in the the first place we we find. Um, so there, there's 
there's some stuff out there. Uh, it would it would be great to stay in the Southwest. Oh man, I'd love it. However, a lot of people are like, uh, you, when are you gonna be on the East Side? Like. I, I, I get a lot of that. A sorry, lot. I just what, had to stop myself. Say? I get so much of that. <laughs> yeah, so but I mean, come much. on. They, like, there's not enough food over there. I mean, it's they want burger. They want burger. Stevens, damn it. I know. So you know what? You guys get. Him. You guys get an i five and travel over here, or or go up Barber. He's being very territorial about I, I, Burger I like Stevens. Yeah. I like it. I like that. I've pissed I like off it. because I always have to go over there. Yes. Everybody. Yeah. I've been saying for years. Pain to, yes. <laughs> Open something up that makes it easier. Like I went to last night. I went last night with my son to Verde Casina. I love that place. It's easy and it's easy to get to. That's the first thing that comes mm-hmm. to mind because yeah. it's close yeah. and yeah. it doesn't take forever. I hear you. I understand completely. It's, yeah. it's like a, a daily thing for me. It's like, uh, where am I going to eat? And I don't want to uh, drive too far. Like, so where are your favorite places in Southwest that you go? Have you ever been to Otto and Anita's Schnitzel House? Uh, I've been, I'm dying to go. No, oh, I haven't been yet. Let's go together. I'm Sounds always great. there. I'm dying to I'm, go. I'm not always there. I'm always game for going there. I love Multnomah Village. Love, love, love. It's yeah, so Yeah, there's cool. a spot for you. That's so and cool. And the only thing you got going, you got a little competition from Renner's Grill over there. Oh, yeah? I've been there once. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, got, yeah. They I had a, the burger there. They got, I mean, if you're yeah. going to do a burger, yeah. there's yeah. that. But there's really, and there, there's not much more. Over True. there, yeah. No, there's not. No, it. it like it's I said, it drives me nuts. Now. Taste drives, bud, but t- you know, it's a very good restaurant. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I. I just wish. I, all I'm saying. I've cited Taste Bud to say, hey, look, look at how crowded it is. Yeah. And they are the ones. Yeah. Who, and Mark Dockstetter is the one who decided to do something over there. Now I it took it. him three and a half years to put it together. Wow. Did well, it? I don't know if it was that long, but oh. it seemed like it. It was like the, the buildup created a. I, oh, really? th- I think that was a good thing. If you can hold off for two years, people are just like, "It's finally wow. in. Let's go." Um, but I, I love the Southwest. The sp- uh, Multnomah Village is, is crazy. It's so cool. It's like a. It's like you're in a different world. It's like a little western town or something. Yeah, I, I like and it. it should. It needs you know, better. Food. And I just I get really tired of the snobbery that if you're not in the if you're not on the east side, you're just not really in Portland. <laughs> And because um, it is Portland, and it's yeah, nice out yeah, there. Yeah. You have property. You you know, it's yeah, a different vibe. No doubt. Less no doubt. crime too. I will say this. I'm assuming. I'm not asking everybody to come over and change that, but yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. sounds like you are. Yeah. Well. Anyway. So, <laughs> anyway. and I wanted to ask you because you were talking about food carts before. Do you have mm-hmm. any that are your favorites? Your your food cart brethren and sis- sisters. You know, I when we go out, it's not usually to a food cart. Unfortunately. Um, w- just because of the same reasons why I want a brick and mortar is like a place to sit and drink and stuff like that. But but um, when we do, it's um, you know, chickens is, chicken and guns is is, yeah. is very impressive. It's mm-hmm. very impressive. It's not really a food cart. No, it's like a, it's like a food wa- a it's giant like a, wagon. It's 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 almost like a, a Disneyland thing. Right. Uh, uh, it's it's very well curated. Yeah. Um, that's that's a different animal. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> um. And that whole pod is really cool. I, I love the setup. Again, it's like pyro pizza. Is it's almost great. like a different world. How it's like enclosed in the the bushes or whatever, and you can buy like beer and wine. Then they have uh, right. a whole soundtrack. Almost, it's very impressive. Yeah, and I've just mentioned pyro pizza. Yeah, for the the value and the vibe of just sitting outside, I I really enjoy that experience. Is it yeah. my favorite pizza in Portland? Probably not, but I really mm-hmm. enjoy. Going there and just sitting yeah. outside. I All the factors my, together. Go with my dog and sit there and have yeah. a nice pizza for ten bucks. It's a cool spot. Yeah. It's such a cool spot. And there, there, yeah, there's there's a lot there. Um, so, what about some of your brick and mortars? Brick and mortars. Um, we, my wife and I, Kate, we find ourselves at Rue often. I have to try that. It's uh, we find ourselves there mostly because. Um, there, the bar, for some reason or another, seems to be uh, pretty quiet, even even with an amazing happy hour. Uh, the best oysters I've had in Portland yet. Really? Um, a a, a banging beef tartare. They, ser- they serve it my favorite way, which is with French fries, uh, like we did at Robuchon. Beef tartare and French fries. Oh, that sounds so great. So out of control. It's out of control. Yeah, it's good. And it's cheap uh, at Rue. Um and right. um, where else? Where else do we go? Um, geez, I don't know. We were at Chesa the other the other day. Super good. Um, geez, I don't know. Uh, Expatriate's amazing, but it's really far. Mm-hmm. So we'll go there once in a while. 
Um, I remember going there when it first opened, and it and it was like a different world because they had like thick curtains over the windows. There was like right. um, black and white Indian movies playing. It was oh my, uh, Naomi was our server. It was out of control. I was like, this place, like playing vinyl, amazing it's, cocktails. It's still great. It's uh, it, the vibe there. It's if awesome. someone's in from out of town, I love to make Absolutely. sure that they go there. Yeah. I have certain places that are like, okay, when you leave, yeah. you're going to be thinking about Portland. Straight up. Straight, and that's one of them. Yeah. No, there's no question. Court, we have to get you to expatriate someday. I haven't it's, been. It's such yes. a challenge yeah. because he's up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so, I understand. I, I want to do... Kids. <clears throat> You know, you need to almost find a three-day period, like a vacation, right. where we oh, could just yeah. do this like Gary does, right. like Stay- three dinners in one night, and so we'll just a, so, so you can go to these places. where I go and explore the city in which Both I Both of us do. Yeah. I got yeah, a lot yeah. of places oh, awesome. I want to go, too. I need to do it. That's fun, too. Like, we we did that for, like, the the first time the other day. Um, we went to Coquine, and then uh, Whiskey Soda Lounge, mm-hmm. and it was, I was like, this is, this is cool. And you know, there's cool. here's my latest thing. I love that there are new restaurants opening up, mm-hmm. but I also love that we have so many places that have been around a long time. Yeah. And when you go back and visit them after you haven't been for a while, it's like a it's it's like a new experience. So I went to Yakuza Lounge the other night. Mm-hmm. I have not been there in a couple three years. I did a beautiful event there four years ago, maybe, cool. and I loved it. I've cool. always loved it, and I'm sitting there going, "Man, this place is great." And I need to come more often, but I only have so many Ch- dining yeah. experiences yeah, yeah, yeah. a year in yeah. Portland because I made my choice on getting away from it. I've lost some weight to do okay. that. Okay, but Good um, for you. but I want to do I want to do that. I want to concentrate. I actually put a challenge out there last night for Chef Cycle for Rick. If Rick gets hits his eight thousand dollar goal, I'm going to eat salads every day for a week in Portland uh, at the places that got slammed. That's awesome. For the, so that's so cool. I f- figured that was a good way of that's yeah, a win win. Yeah. yeah, that's a win win win. Absolutely, I'm gonna go seven different places eating salads and and chef cycle. So cool, which people should look up because I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. They're cool. raising money for no no kid hungry. That's great. Um, uh, what else? So, what are some of the fun things that have gone on in the cart? Some of the shenanigans. Shenanigans. Well, I, I so I asked you for a couple of things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, okay. how about your? Let's go this. You're because this is this is a crazy world too. Okay. Vegas. What? You're in trouble. Oh, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that happen? We only have a few more minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, I, I was working in um, um, private clubs in Rochester, New York, and just wanted more. Just wanted more um, as far as learning how to cook and being around uh, amazing chefs. Um, and I, I what, came, what did your parents do, by the way? Uh, my dad was an electrician. My mom worked in a factory. <laughs> uh, straight up blue collar, like straight up blue collar. Um, in Rochester, in Rochester, which New by York. the way, anybody who doesn't know, because is a rough <laughs> weather wise. Oh I, I, spent, I spent the worst oh winter God. in the history of Syracuse, New York, and you, you, people are complaining around here. I yeah, <laughs> I, I can't even. I'm not going to comment about that. Right. Um, but yeah, dude, it was it, feet. Uh, snow was never measured in inc- inches. It was always feet of snow. Right. Always feet. And you could get around. No problem. Yeah. No, it's no big deal. Never a school day. <laughs> it was never a school day. So you decide to leave Rochester and your Vegas. Uh, you set your sights so, on. The- uh, a friend of mine that he was the chef of this local barbecue joint called Dinosaur Barbecue, um, which now has like ten stores. Um, it's now called Dinosaur Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> so he was going to Vegas to open up um, some to help open this Tex-Mex joint or something like that, and he wanted me as a sous chef, and it was my first sous job. Um, went out there, uh, lived with this dude whose name is Cooter, and <laughs> and got a taste of Vegas, which which was. Very intimidating, very cool, very spread out. Like, just such a different world after living in Rochester my whole life. Mm. And while well, I, I would go back it's and like forth the to opposite. Whew, yeah, hell yeah. Oh, and I lived in uh, the city, New York City, for a while and go back and forth. Like, I'd, that's still closer to Rochester. Still, and still closer to Vegas. It's, it's like a, it's, it's halfway between. Um, and between. then and then uh, read an article in Food Wine Magazine about Bradley Ogden. He's a famous San Francisco chef. Um, and his restaurant in uh, in 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 Caesars got a Michelin star. Um, it was Michelin star food, 
uh, doing like 400, 500 covers. Um, well, anything in Vegas has to do that. You don't insane. Have a- so it's high volume, intricate. And the chef were, chefs were always like, the kind of like more is better chefs where there's like 10 plus ingredients on a plate. Um, and uh, Vegas was a trip, like working in Caesar's Palace, such a trip. We would go to, a, there's a, a club there called Pure. We would just like straight up out of a movie. There's this line for the club going around the casino. And they're all dressed like, to, you know, after you've been in Portland for a while nines, and you go down to Vegas. To the nines. It's like and a you see music the way people video. are dressed. Yeah, yeah it's, it is. Yeah, it's like Lady up. Gaga. Yeah, well, straight up. You know, all- <laughs> so they, so we, we just walk in the door, uh, give the doorman some like macarons or something. Um, <laughs> and we walk in, they give us a table, a bottle of vodka, and a cocktail waitress. And we just like chill out and the the waitress is just there mixing drinks at our table. And it's, it was like that every week, every week. Insane. And then we'd go bowling. And how long did you stay there? <laughs> in I was there for like four plus years. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was good. It was easy living. Uh, rent, rent was cheap. Um, uh, it was, there are a lot of great restaurants, a lot of good, com- great community in Vegas. As far as like the restaurant world, you'd go to a restaurant and people would like, hook you up with like canapes and like free courses and like free wine uh, pairings and you're just like what's this like oh your chef said uh, you're coming here for dinner or, like just like little stuff like that and you're just like blown away well i think a lot of the world operates very differently than it does here because here it's not it's not really who you know and what you're going to get this i've had nice experiences here, but yeah. in Vegas, in New York, it's yeah. like, oh, we're going to treat you well. And oh, yeah. just mentioned New Haven. I lived there for years, mm-hmm. and I just sold advertising. <clears throat> and some people would just take care of you and no shit, treat that's you great. like, oh, that's yeah, great. just like especially pizza. Billy, awesome. at, Billy at Modern Pizza is, you know, once told me, because I put him on a TV commercial, you'll never pay for, oh, you'll never pay for a pizza in this town again. That's the best. And then, <laughs> and then the I best. said, well, the only way that's going to happen is if I only come to Modern, right? So, <laughs> right, sure, sure. Anyway, I'm not there that often. <laughs> but, um, so. Yeah, Vegas was a trip. And then um, uh, worked at Bradley Ogden for a while, uh, using the, the best, freshest thing. Like, everything came from the Santa Monica Farmer's Market and would, would come to straight to Vegas. It wasn't like Cisco- Food. Yeah, you can't source much in Nevada. It was, right, right. Now I have no idea what's going on there, but um, at the time it was all from the Santa Monica Farmer's Market, which is insane, 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 insane. Even compared to our Farmer's Market? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Like, oh, my God. Straight up. It's out of control. I never went to the Santa, I mean, years ago I went to the one down on, what, near Fairfax or whatever, there's the, the Farmer's Market down yeah, there. It's yeah, called, it was, yeah. Like they had postcards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, this is, that's still there. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. I've yeah. been there. So when I was in L.A., I was hanging out at Cantor's oh, and, yeah, and yeah. McNaturals. That's where I first learned Nick about Naturals. great great tuna sandwiches with sprouts, all okay. the whole California thing, and avoca- avocados. I came from the East Coast. I never saw an avocado. California style. New York. Yeah. yeah, Cantor's is the best. Like, uh, uh I brought my ma and a few, couple of my aunts to Cantor's when they were coming to, I got married in Beverly Hills, and uh, <laughs> we went to Cantor's, and there we were like, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? And the whole table got bologna sandwiches. So they, got, they got bologna. They got bologna. Real bologna. <laughs> That's the best. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and oh. guess that you're probably the only guy in a food cart in Portland that got married in Beverly Hills. <laughs> 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 pretty good chance. <laughs> I think I think that's a that's a pretty good chance. Uh, so uh, it was great. What's what do we have to look forward to? What do we have like Burger Stevens? To? What oh, you, okay. what's what's new and what? And by the way, is there something specific? Do you do specials? Should someone come out there because if they've been there before and wow, there's something new they can get? You know, very rarely, very rarely. I I'm 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 one to not put something on the menu until it's. Uh, proven and and um, when are you going to do a chef fact. burger? Because everybody's doing a chef something. Yeah, I've, I was, chef I was churros, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking sandwich, about it. Um, chef which a collaboration thing would be dope. Um, yeah, I think it would. I think it would be better if it was more in the form of a pop up than or or maybe in the summer. Or in something. the summer, I think that would be kind of cool. And now it's, you'd have to yeah. choose. You'd have to choose chefs who already don't have a burger, right? So True. probably going yeah. pretty ethnic on True. this, I would True. think. So yeah. you could have yeah. a lot of fun. That's a with factor. Ethnicity. That's a factor. Just my suggestion. None of my suggestions are great. 
but <laughs> you've had some good ones. One or two. But but I, I like to stick to a, a simple menu, like very like I love how In and Out just has that simple menu, and that's it. Is there a secret menu over there? Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. I I think I think um, I'm waiting for a brick and mortar to do something like that. Okay. Um, honestly, it's like there's no space. There's no space for like more ingredients. There's like I wanted to do a chicken sandwich. I'm just like. Where are we going to put the chicken? Like I don't, I only have room for what we have now. It's, it's, uh, it's it. The food cart, food cart world is. It's a little rough. All right. Last question. What have you learned about high school students that we should all know? Jesus. Because the the majority of your clientele are <laughs> is that right not the answer right school, there? Are at, are at uh, we, um, Hills, uh, Wilson, Wilson, <laughs> Wilson, Wilson High School. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You're right there. I mean, lunchtime. It's like a swarm. <laughs> This might sound old school, but honestly, they need some discipline. Um, So when we're like screaming at them, no smoking, like get the fuck out of the park, stop smoking, stop, like pick up your shit. Like we have to be like straight up, like pick up that wrapper. Like you just dropped this. And do they do it or do they walk away? They usually do it. I don't do that. And we're just like, yo, like just calling them out, <laughs> just calling them out. Is, so is that the smoking area for Wilson High School? It, it, they think so. Not so much anymore. Uh, the, the, the snow killed the tent that was there, so there's no cover anymore. Uh, <laughs> Did you have smoking area in high school? No. Did you, Court? Oh no. Yeah, Darien High School. When I was there. I never smoked. Total but. smoking area. Yeah, we have no pictures shit. in the yearbook of everybody just sitting there smoking cigarettes. Uh, like a room. No, outside, right oh. outside. No, it wasn't a room, <laughs> but it was. There was a designated smoking area. Oh shit! Oh, it's very nice. Mid seventies. Yeah, it's very nice of that school. It's, <laughs> it's things a different have, time. Things different have, time. Yeah, when you different think time. about things like that, things have really changed. Yep. Oh. And no seat belts either. Right. So we were, you know, to still be here <laughs> is pretty incredible. <laughs> Speaking of being here, it was really nice of you. Hell yeah. Totally nice of you Hell to yeah. come. And I, you know, we've just had a couple of quick conversations. It was quick. Car. It was too quick. It was too quick, guys. Yeah, I got to get back. Um, but uh, really nice. This was fun. I knew it would be fun. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming. Yeah. Of course. Do, and quickly, how do people find you? Because we really didn't get specific. <sighs> Fucking uh, Instagram, uh, burgerstevens.com. Come out to Southwest. It's still in Portland. Don't be scared. Uh, make the trip. It's worth it. There's a lot of Portland left to go. If you get go to Burger Stevens, there is, yeah, and you still have to go a few miles like to get I'm out of still Portland. In Portland, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've just rerouted my trip, my trips home, so I can. It's nice. not really out of my way. I'm nice. going to suggest you stop there. I'm going to, and you stop at Baker and Spice. All right, those Ooh, two yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish they had a Canalay. What's wrong with that? Why don't they do that? Well, maybe they're listening. Canalay, the best. Our Queen of Mars. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. <laughs>